When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Richard Lynch says he's been playing his brand of country music for almost 40 years. His music is often topping both domestic and international radio airplay chart. In this edition of Americana Music Profiles, Richard takes a few moments out of his daily life on the family farm to talk about his new album, My Guitar Drips Country, featuring 12 original songs. Hi Richard, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Um, I understand that you um, living on a farm still, a busy man. You probably got a lot going on. Yeah, we we uh, live on a farm. This being springtime, or you know, getting towards summer things. A lot of stuff going going on. You know, horses and hay fields starting to look pretty thick. So yeah, we we'll be really busy when that hay comes in. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you are, do I have this right, you are in Ohio, Waynesville? Yes, Waynesville, Ohio, about 30 miles uh, north of Cincinnati. Okay. Has that always been home for you, that area? Yeah, the Warren County area has always been home. I grew up in a little old town called Lebanon, graduated from school there, and here the last 20 years I call Waynesville my yeah. home. It's about six miles apart, so okay. not too far. How did uh, music become a thing for you as a child? Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I, I kind of grew up in, in country music. My, my dad uh, was an incredible entertainer, singer, okay, um, just very talented. And I, I knew at a young age that's something that I really wanted to do. Cool. Um, my uh, <laughs> my first experience being on a stage, my dad invited me up on his stage, and I was eight years old, and oh, I wow. got to do got to do an old, an old Buck Owens song. I'll never forget it, and uh, the crowd was well-received, and I, I was bit pretty early by the country music bug. <laughs> Were you just singing or playing and singing at that age? Oh, back then, I didn't play anything. I was uh, I was just singing, and uh, I just I just knew love. the love for music was there at a young age. Uh-huh. And, I, and, and, and it's, the love is still there, and it's such a neat thing to be able to keep and preserve real traditional country music out there because there's such a need for it today. Sure, yeah, oh my, yeah, I was listening to some of your um, music on the website, you've got a real, that classic um, late 80s, early 90s feel when uh, country was getting a little 
a little newer, but it still retained that traditional country feel. Yeah, it it feels like you you've landed right in the middle of of all of that good stuff right there. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. When did it when did it become something you wanted to pursue professionally? Well, I you know having a dad for a country music um, you know dad, I, I had a couple opportunities that came my way that maybe somebody folks other folks that wouldn't have happened for them. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, at a young age, I knew something at a young age that, you know, there was a, there was that drive and that, that, that direction to, you know, to make a dollar at it and ultimately be to the point where someday I could call myself, you know, full time. And, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, we could play six, seven nights a week yeah. because the, you know, the music was just so prevalent and, and there's so many clubs and stuff that we, we, we made a good living, um, then, um, you know, nowadays, you know, we don't have quite the opportunity, but we we still love the music and we still love the fact that we can get out and and entertain folks. And you know, we we uh, we're we're compensated nicely, and we love what we do. You know what I mean? And you've been doing this for a while. You're not a recent entry into the music scene. I, I think I read thir- thirty years or so. You've been at this. Well, actually, that's a misprint. It's closer to forty. So. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Who's <laughs> well, right. counting? You know, right? There you go. Well, at that point, you know, it's uh, you're you're pushing legendary status. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, if you love the music and the people really want to clamor to your music, if you're doing something that the folks want to hear, you sure, know, yeah, it's e- it's easy to get up there and and perform. And, lo- and if you're loving what they're doing, then you're being received really well. Have you been able to pursue it? As a full-time venture, either then or now, or somewhere in between, has it always been uh, something you add into your life, or have you been able to pursue it full-time? Yeah, I've, I've always done it as as often as possible. You know, I worked it in between my farm life, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've even had a you know, I've even had a construction company for a few years where I would, you know, uh, I'll, whatever whatever entrepreneurship I was pursuing, working in music was still part of whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never never set it aside, you know. Yeah. When did you move back to farming? Has that always been there as well, or is that something that, that came a little bit later on? Well, I grew up on a farm, and I, I always had that appreciation for it. And I knew at a young age that I wanted to have my own farm. As I got older, I was uh, lucky enough to to fulfill that dream. And uh, oddly enough, we, we even, to this day, we bring... Um, country music artists bring all opera stars and national stars to our farm mm-hmm. and we do uh, we play a, we do we five, four or five shows a year maybe six shows a year right here on the farm so okay. it's a it's country music in a country environment and <laughs> i live and breathe it man yeah what, what better way to get a dual purpose that's awesome <laughs> yeah um tell me what um traditional lynch tv is i caught a couple episodes on youtube tell me about that well uh, traditionally, Lynch is a uh, a live show that we 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 video every show that we do here on our farm. Okay, and um, you know we'll have uh, people like oh, David Frizzell and uh, T. Graham Brown and Confederate Railroad and 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 many uh, Jeannie Seeley and many, many others that's mm-hmm. Grand Ole Opry stars that will join us here on our farm, and we we film and we film all our shows, and then we'll come up with a half hour. Uh, television show that uh, airs. It was aired. It had been aired quite a bit until the coronavirus kind of cut us right, off. Yeah. By that I mean we wasn't able to do, to film our shows anymore because we had 
only had 13 shows in the can, and when that ran out, there was we did a whole a whole rerun of 13 shows, and ultimately we let that go until we had the ability to refilm and record all our shows again. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it, it's a it's a show that's that's that stabilizes the shows. Um, that you know, we we play traditional country music. We do most of our own music, but we'll do some you know some real some real familiar cover tunes, and then you know uh, we get to show off uh, with our friends. Or we call our friends from the Grand Ole Opry yeah, Star. So. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> A lot of fun. So along the way, you've been able to uh, record some music and and um, have some some charting success with that. Um, tell me about the songwriting process for you are you are you writing your own songs or are you bringing in songs from other songwriters well i write my own music we just finished our fifth full-length studio released album in uh, from nashville okay uh in in february of this year so it's really it's been uh, amazing to watch um you know kind of sit back and watch the interest um, that uh, you know has that's came from the the fact that we yeah. released these new CDs, and you know I have recorded music that other folks have wrote, and 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 was glad to do that. Um, but there is so much gratification um, as a songwriter when you finally get to put that pen and paper, and ultimately get in that studio, mm-hmm. and then when you're holding this new CD and stuff, and you know that it came from your soul and your heart, that. And then people are asking for that music. That 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 is so gratifying um, for me. It, it's kind of like I've become full circle at that point. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you have a method or or approach to writing your songs? When when do you get inspired? When do you uh, do you have a, a set of time uh, set aside time for creativity? How does that all work for you? Well, I, I'll tell you this. My method is whenever I get an idea, I better stop whatever I'm doing and go write it down yeah. right then because <laughs> it goes away just about as fast as it comes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I, I listen and I, I like to I like to be inspired by somebody's conversation or I'll hear somebody say something. I'm like, oh, i got to write that line down. Mm, okay. And you never know where that inspiration will come from. I can be on a tractor on the middle of the farm or driving – down the interstate or just having a conversation with a with a uh, disc jockey and if you never know where that conversation mm-hmm. will come from mm-hmm. yeah yeah it makes for a long day if you have a lot of inspiration i suppose <laughs> <laughs> so the the new cd uh that you just spoke of um my guitar drips country did i get that right that's correct yeah when did that come out uh just in february of this year we just released it in february 12th uh, of this year, and uh, people have asked me, where, where did you come up with that title, My Guitar Drips Country? Mm-hmm. And um, the, the story goes, I was fortunate enough to to, to play with a guy named Doug Supernall back mm-hmm. in the 90s. Doug yeah. had some hits back in the 90s, and um, we had became friends, and then the last five or six years we reacquainted, and he was doing a... Uh, a uh, uh, a little radio interview, and uh, I heard him tell a disc jockey, you know, hey, listen, my guitar drips country. Mm-hmm. So I've always loved that line, and I wrote it. There's a song in there that's in dedication because we just lost Doug this year, mm-hmm. or I, I said last year. 
And I, I wrote that song with a dedication uh, and a tribute to my friend Doug Supernall because, you know, he was such an influence on me and has been for many, many years. And, and the fact that we became friends and that shows together, um, when I heard him say that line, I knew I had to write it yeah. and do a, a tribute for him. So that, that song ultimately okay. um, landed on the, in the album. And I, I was so happy with, with the song that I wanted to just kind of name the whole song around that title yeah. like guitar drift country yeah that's cool we're going to pause for just a moment we'll be right back welcome back to the interview have you had a chance to share this music with the new record with with your fans with listeners oh yeah um you know the, the most the most wonderful thing and flattering thing that i can get um from someone who listens to my music is they'll hear a song and they'll say like Hey Richard, I, I love this new song. It's almost as though you wrote this song for me. Oh wow, uh, yeah. And, and you know, when you hear that, because I, I I like writing from the heart. I like putting that emotion in the mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm. And when you hear someone say something like that, there it's like okay, they they just connected with what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And you know what a what a compliment, and it's so flattering that you can make that connection. Yeah. Do you? Have you had these songs together for a while? Do you, do you set out to to create enough songs for a CD, or do you, when you get enough, you go take them to the studio? That's exactly what I do. I I write songs. I, I might write a song today, and it may be three months or four before I get an inspiration. Mm -hmm. And then I've had situations where I write four songs in a week. So. You know, when, when we get these songs and we, we really feel strong about them, and I don't just get in the studio to, to, and record them just because I wrote them. I, I like to get other people's opinions. I'll play them for my wife or I'll play them for a manager and I'll play them for band members. And, I, you know, I, I kind of want to get somebody else's outer perspective, mm -hmm. not just my own. Yeah. And ultimately, when we, when we get those, those 10 or 12 or 13 songs that we want to put on the album, I feel good about it because I've shared them with enough folks who appreciate and yeah. respect what I'm doing yeah. to kind of give, kind of give me a well-rounded opinion. Yeah, uh, and I think it's worked out really well for us. Do you get to massage those songs on stage in some of your shows before you head to the studio? We have done it a few times, uh -huh. um, and 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 an example is we um, we had. We had we lived here on a farm, and it's been an album or so back. Uh, I recorded a song called "The Old Feed Store," and there's a friend of mine here in um, in um, Lebanon area where we uh, he had just purchased the old feed store, and that had been closed for many many years. Hmm. And uh, I can it was years since I had been in it, and he told me he's going to record this. They're going to buy the the, uh, the the feed store, and he said, "Won't you write me a song, or we'll get we'll get it out there?" I said, oh, "I'm going to do just that." So mm. I sat down, cool. and I wrote a song about the old feed store, and we 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 did it live to you know make awareness at his feed store, and it was so much fun because mm. it was a a genuine experience and a genuine place, and people really wanted to. Uh, you know, reconnect with uh, that old feed store again, and, and ultimately it's flourishing, and uh, he's doing quite well in business right now. Yeah, so that, that was great. a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you have a feel for the kind of audience that that connects with your music? Is it a broad audience, or is it kind of a specific audience that migrates to the type of stuff that you do? Well, surprisingly enough, um, I, I'm I'm really blown away that how diverse 
the audience is. Yeah. We we're seeing more and more younger folks, um, you know, come to our shows and yeah, be involved. That's good. And when I and if someone comes to me that's a younger person that's you know that loves traditional country music, and and they have an interest in pursuing that music, you know what? I wanna I wanna be that guy that can help these young youngsters out. That's good. That's there was awesome. a, there was a day that I needed a hand. Yeah. And and ultimately, if uh, if I could help somebody out and you know get them a get them a gig or get them a part of the show or something that you know it, it, it's it's doing two things it's, it's it's helping them it's building confidence and it's also keeping our kind of music alive yeah yeah i i love seeing the appreciation for the older style starting to come back in in the in the classic country style and even even the classic bluegrass feel um just that the americana the roots feel of that music seems to be really resonating with the younger audience it's very encouraging you're exactly right you have been at this uh you you said 40 years what what's left for you career-wise that you want to see yourself be able to do with your music well you know, opportunities just keep arising, and I've done so many things that I'm proud of, and I'm, I'm, I call them feathers in my hat, and I'm, I'm appreciative of that. But I, I would like to say someday that I graced the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. Mm-hmm. Whether it happens, whether it happens or not, remains to be seen. You know, it's not a big game changer if it doesn't, but that'd be something that I would yeah. love to see. Yeah, and maybe maybe record a. Uh, uh, you know, a song or, or so with a couple of my heroes, people like, you know, George Strait or Alan Jackson or some of the folks that's really been an influence on me over the years. Sure. That, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. What does it look like going forward, you know, waiting on the world to open up? Do you have, uh, do you tour? Do you have plans to tour? What does it look like getting this music with this record out to the fans? Well, we do. Um, last year, we had 49 cancellations. Oh, and, my. You know, that, in the world of you know music, that's not a whole lot, but it's, you know, that's substantial. Sure, yeah. We're, we're starting to see um, 20, the summer of 21 start to uh, rebook, reopen, and get a few of those dates rescheduled. Yeah, and, that's good. Uh, yeah, we're, we, uh, we're not going to set the world on fire this year. But we do believe... By the end of this year and the first of 2022, uh, a lot of musicians will be able to, you know, get close to that schedule that they were performing at in, uh, you know, 2019 before all this hit. Yeah. So, but yeah, and your your question is, you get it out there and get that music played and get this album uh, promoted. We're doing several uh, states this year. I think we're doing 11 states right now that we have committed to. Um, so, you know, we're. We're, we're not 100% yet, but, yeah, it's opening up for us. And what do those venues look like? You said you, you've got 11 states. What what type of... Uh, count, county fairs, um, some theaters. We're doing some really, really nice theaters in, Good. Uh, cool. in, in Tennessee and, and in Texas and in Georgia, uh, actually in Florida also. Um, the, 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 the northern states are Ohio, Indiana... Um, uh, a couple places up here, um, West Virginia, they, they book some places here with us. There are outside venues for the county fairs, um, you know, which is, you know, 
which is substantial because last year they a lot of places canceled all the stairs, state yeah. fairs, and everything. Yeah. So there is a ray of hope out there. Yeah, you know, sure, that's good. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are are counting on that ray of hope. Um, do you have a particular venue that you enjoy uh, over the over another when you when you when you see it on the schedule you you kind of get a little kick you know you, you know that's gonna gonna be a fun environment for you personally. Well. What what I'm going to tell you may surprise you. Um, we we travel all over the country. Um, I love playing Texas. I love playing Florida. I love playing Tennessee. But the most appreciative people in our U.S. of A. are um, the people that live in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Hmm. And we get a chance to play up there. They are so appreciative of the fact that they get to hear live music and somebody can because they're a very remote community. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we get up there and do some things for our veterans and for our uh, some friends up there. And, you know, <laughs> when you see people come up there, they have a lot of fun. And they really, they really, they, they want to show the, the entertainers how much they're appreciated. Wow. And I never never played up there yet to where they just didn't make me feel like I was, uh, you know, just a, a mega star. Yeah, they, that's They awesome. treat me really, really well Yeah, that's cool. That's good. So, um the new CD again is "My Guitar Drips Country." Richard Lynch, uh, what's the best way for folks to uh, engage with you, get a hold of your music, uh, check out your schedule? Well, the best way to find out anything about me is to go to richardlynchband.com. That's L-Y-N-C-H, richardlynchband.com. You can find anything and everything there is to, to know about me. The new CD, the merchandise, our tour dates, um, you know, our reschedules. Um, our interviews, our TV interviews, anything and everything. Probably find out more than you ever want to know about me. On there, so. <laughs> That's cool. Well, thank you, Richard. I, I appreciate your time. It's been good talking to you, and we certainly wish you well on the upcoming stretch with this new music. Well, thank you for having me. I hope we cross paths in the near future. Me too. Thank you, sir. Bye now. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.